You're listening to the Flame Central Podcast, your home for Liberty University Athletics. The Flames lose to Virginia Tech in heartbreaking fashion, 23-22. We will discuss all the highs and the lows in this one and spin it forward to New Mexico State, the final regular season home game for Liberty. You're listening or watching the Flame Central Podcast, powered by Alcova Mortgage. A heartbreaker on Liberty Mountain. The Flames, for the first time this season, get beat on their home turf. A confusing, a uh, lot of points that we are going to talk about in this game between Liberty and Virginia Tech. We're going to start out a little slow, and then maybe we'll get a little fired up. Matt Warner is dressed to the nine, so you know Listen, he's really good. Somebody needs to class this place up. That's all wow. I'm saying. You know, I, I was cold last bit. week, yeah. and so yeah. I put my my Joe's little bit of my golf shirt last fall week. collection. I was yeah. like, we can't do this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. well, and hopefully. I will not, and I will not. There uh, we go. Yeah, take that call. Yeah, yeah, yeah tell him you got to wait. You're going to podcast. And then I will not be. Lame this week? I will week? not be accused of having low tea okay. this week. There will be not. <laughs> I talked to Fred yeah. Thomas. I uh, talked God. to Doug Flutie. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> Here not, we go. This is powered by Alcova it Mortgage. Is. By it is. That's good. The Flame yeah. Central Podcast, powered by Alcova Mortgage. Okay, let's dive into this one. Yeah. Give me your first takeaway from this game, and then we'll go into maybe some of the game management a little bit later. But first, yeah. your main takeaway. Well, my main takeaway, I guess, or, or one of the first ones that comes to mind is we've been waiting for that big return all year, yeah. right? And now, Joe, yeah. you've said a few times you thought it was going to be DeMario in the punt return game and he was going to pop one. And we finally got one, Shedrill Lewis, and it came at a time when Liberty desperately needed it in the first right. half. We think so much when you think about this game about the fourth quarter and what happened late. But if he doesn't pop that the 97-yard touchdown run with the way the offense struggled throughout the day, like, it may not be a game in the fourth quarter. Right. So, so to get to spring that, that was such a huge play. Good for him. We've been waiting for him to bust one like that in the run game, and he really wasn't even a part of the run game almost at all in the first half. And to, to take that take that kick and take it back to the house, that was such a huge spark for the Flames. And really, you felt like, okay, they're back in it because it was in danger of going the other way at right. that point. Yeah, right. solid day in general for the special teams. Uh, Nick Brown. He was great. Had two field goals, 47-37. So Banged him through. That was, like, like with confidence. Yeah. Let's like, on the net. Good like, to see. You may, I mean, you know, remember at the beginning of the year, it was like, ah, uh, yeah. who's our kicker? Maybe a little. Like, I think Liberty's found its kicker. I wish he would have got one more crack at it there. Right, yeah. Yeah, right. Um, the defensive line has been such – the glue for this entire team this season. We saw a great showing from them as well on Saturday. Yeah, I mean, I think, like you say, what's the one thing you take away? From an individual standpoint, I mean, Darrell Johnson is a serious prospect. A monster. I mean, First like, in the like, nation now in tackles. Yeah, for I mean, he is a serious. I actually talked to a, to an NFL guy today about him, and he has been talking about how he's really coming up on the boards and his his draft stocks improving as definitely draft, and he's, in, he's moving up. He's moving way up. Yeah. And so his his length and then the way, the aggressiveness where he played, they started slanting him a bunch, getting him down the line. He's so fast and athletic that he was he was eating that stuff, getting after the quarterback. Yeah. He did it. So from an individual standpoint, that was like, whoa, he against a power five, really good opponent. He's done against Arsenal. He's, he's done. Yeah, he's proven that he can do it across the board. So take away individually for him, you know, as a team, I agree with the special teams, you know, but then uh the 
there's a you know on the negative side there's right. there's a few things i think the one thing where liberty missed out big time and what you really i think would have helped them win the game a lot was after they got the safety yeah, they got the safety absolutely. they returned the, i think tomorrow yeah. returned the punt around the 45 50 somewhere in there and they stalled out right there mm -hmm. with the momentum of getting the safety and then getting the ball back if they were able to take that momentum going and score um i think that would have really carried. Right. Liberty started actually on the Virginia Tech 48. Yeah. So you start on their yeah, side of the field. That was a good run, yeah. You get stopped for a two-yard loss on a run, incomplete, two-yard gain, yeah. punt it, and yeah. there you go. And you don't see those safeties very often. There's not a lot of safeties in football. So when you yeah. get them, yeah. you really feel get that momentum up. and get mm -hmm. pumped up. Then you get the return, and you're right there. And that, well, and you're, that yeah, and you're thinking with the way that game was going and the way you were starting to feel like the Liberty defense was playing, you're like, man, if we score a touchdown here, yes. if it's a two-possession yes, game. that's what I mean. Even as early right. as it was in the third quarter, middle yep. of the third, you're like, man, that's going to be tough. Yeah. That's going to be tough for them to overcome. Because you felt like early, you felt in that third quarter that defense was starting to flex. Is McKenny Charles? Oh, yeah, Whether well, it was out. a mod walker coming yeah. back yeah. in yeah. a boost, or, or they just figured some things out up front, whatever the yeah. case was, like, yeah, it was they different were in the third quarter. Yeah, they were flexing. Yeah, they shut them out in the third quarter. And, um, you know, Coach Free said after the game, you know, the, the defense didn't look like themselves as much in the first half. But, yeah, yeah, in the second half, they came out to play. Back to Darrell Johnson, you know, when we were talking to defensive former defensive line, uh, coach Josh Aldridge, and now he's with the linebackers, but he worked a lot with Darrell Johnson. It was interesting that he was saying his, that Darrell Johnson's skill set works well for all, the both of the defenses yeah. that are played that's in why the NFL. That's why his draft talks is you can play him. In most defense NFL, they really run 4-3. Uh, or, or they run a 3-4. So, yeah. you know, he can fit either one of those defenses. And he's just like... I mean, for a 3-4... What is his soul. wings? Do you know? I, no, I don't know. I mean... I'll, I'll, for a 3-4, if you can NFL 3-4, that's that's the defense that he could play on, being outside, you know, and defensive end guy. And it's just really cool to see him, like, use this extra year because he was supposed to be well, gone last year. Didn't he get injured late? Because yeah. he was hurt some last year, underwhelming when he was out there, and part of that may have been due to the injury. And yeah. we said at the beginning of the year, like, hey, if there's anybody that should be motivated, yeah. mm -hmm. it should be this guy to bounce back mm -hmm. and show what he's all about. And to his credit, he has been better than I could have yeah. even imagined. Right. Better than he was even two years ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Aldridge also saying he's becoming a complete player, which is pretty good timing for that. Yeah. Um, okay, so something I want to mention about after the game. Virginia Tech, did you guys see their, oh, what they posted on social media, oh, their celebration? And, it's, and like Liberty fans are just saying, yeah, like celebrate, but that's that's pretty cool to see that if you're beating the Liberty Flames, you're going to celebrate oh. like that. Okay. Or is this just a team I mean, that got I, th their no, third? I think, I think that's that's. I do think that's what fans say to make themselves feel better. Yeah. It's like we <laughs> lost, loss. but lo look how much it means to them. That tells you how far we've come. We well, do the same. Liberty they were does a two-win team. Yeah. They're gonna. They snapped a seven-game yeah. losing streak. Yeah. They're going to celebrate yes. like that if they beat UMass. They, they just <laughs> I was wanted a say win. UConn, but yeah, they <laughs> just wanted a win. <laughs> so a yes, I'm sure. Is it sweeter? Is it sweeter? Yeah. Uh, yeah, a little, but like, let's not get it turned. Like, I think that's kind of one of those spin zone things where you're like, well, how can we make ourselves feel better? Well, it's because it means so much because we're so great. It's a big win, no. but they were just thrilled. Like, they for that coaching happy. staff, for that team, yes. like, if you limp into the offseason yeah. on what could have been a nine game losing streak. And they did oof. it, and they did it their way, the way they want to do it, too. Mm -hmm. You know, they did they did it by the fake field goal on special teams. They, you know, Defense, actually, they did it by getting game. turnovers yeah. when the turnovers, yeah. when it really mattered. And then they had the drive when it mattered, and they ran three rushing touchdowns. Yeah. They ran the ball inside the tackles in the red zone and scored touchdowns. They So they, it's like, hey, when you have seven losses in a row yeah. and you're saying, do you really believe in what your coach's identity wants it 
to be yeah. and for to actually for coach pride to say guys we can do it we yeah. can do it the way that we're trying to build this thing to do it was a was it's, a big it's funny you say that. that as i was driving home their, their post game show i i heard a bit of it and they asked one of the players like how how exciting is this? How and he goes honestly, it's more just a relief. Yeah, like this win is like more of a relief than it is yeah. even a celebration. And I think that's what it was for them. Just like a, oh, we're not going to go into the off season, you know, right. a two and to win, win so and to lose so many close games. Yeah, to lose mm-hmm. to NC State, um, Georgia Tech, yeah. ODU. ODU yeah. They had all these close games. To win a close game, I just think meant a lot. Like you said, relief. You mentioned turnovers. That's something that Liberty mm. did turn over the ball twice. Our defense, our Liberty's defense is pretty good at turning over or, yeah. or getting those turnovers. Um, didn't happen. Was that the, you know, can you point it. the that's finger it. to that's that it. in this game? And you know, uh, we actually talked about some on the pregame yeah. show uh, with, with Rhett and the boys, is that we've talked so much about Liberty's defense creating turnovers, and they have. They've been one of the best in the country at it. But what maybe has kind of gone under the radar because of the success Liberty's been having is the Flames have turned it over a ton. Liberty's turned it over 23 times this year. Only five teams in the nation have turned it over more than the Flames. Wow. So you think, we yes, the defense and all they've been doing, but the Flames have had a lot of empty possessions where they've been giving the ball back. It cost them against UConn. You had the scoop and score. And then you get the, the two fumbles in this one late. That certainly, you know, cost them in this ball game as well. So, like, ball security, taking care of the football, like, it just that's been a, what, yeah. Been a what does that for, point for back to the the them turning over the ball so much? Is it well, just I mean, the be, inconsistency of like well, who's playing quarterback? No, I, no. Or miscommunication? No, I mean I I think what you saw happen down the stretch is to be quite honest with you. Virginia Tech made a decision when Caden Salter went in the game is they were going to go heavy blitz on him and they they started blitzing him and the offensive line just didn't do a good – there was a lot of pressure. Yeah. There was a lot of pressure on the quarterback. Now, quarterback's job is to protect the football. Like, you can't, you can't turn it over. You got to take a sack. You can punt. You can do, you know, different things. But you, he was under a lot of pressure. And the one that JB, he had him, the guy on him right away. Yeah. And so the, the O-line – not to say our O-line, but Virginia Tech's defensive front seven really, really stepped up when the heat was on and it really mattered. Do you think – because we've had these conversations, and I think most of the fans have. Boy, it's the old it's the old cliche, right? And sometimes there's truth to it. The whole, if you have two quarterbacks, you don't have any, yep. right? And yep. there is, I think, some truth to that. When you're bringing guys in and out, it's hard to establish a rhythm. At the same time, if you're Coach Freeze, you say, if you want a chance to establish a rhythm, make some plays. Right. Or you're going to be sitting by me, and I'll find somebody else to try to establish right. it. Mm-hmm. But, like, I, I wonder if part of that, even just, like, the feel for the game, the, the feel of, like, recognizing what's coming when, like all those things when you're coming in and out of a game like that, if that just changes, if that's different for a quarterback yeah. that you're kind of, you don't know, like, am I going to am I gonna be yanked out of here if I don't yeah. go well? Like, if this doesn't go well, you you know what I'm saying? Like, no, or, or as exactly. the defense and, and, changes even within a game. Yeah. Well, I didn't see it the last two series because I was right. on the bench. At least I didn't see it like I would be if I was standing there, you know, behind center. When you, when you don't have a... Uh, solidified quarterback position, okay? And then you're really training two guys. The job that, and I think Coach Freeze and Coach Austin have communicated this probably very well to JB and to Caden, and that is, listen, this if you get taken out of a game, that doesn't mean you've been benched. Yeah. Like, there's a big difference between saying, hey, you're not getting it done, you're getting benched, right? You're not gonna see the, you're not gonna see the field again. That will really mess with your confidence. But when you go into a game and you're a quarterback and your mindset is... Hey, 
I may play a few series. If I'm really hot and playing well, I'll probably continue to play a few series. If I'm not, then he's going to give the other guy a shot to be able to come in and then see how he does, and I may go back in myself. So I think mentally, as both those guys prepare, it keeps them sharp to be able to do it. The hard part is exactly what you said. Now you don't really get to work through bad series. Like you know you're not, you don't not get the chance to come back out there and work through a bad series. And so the next guy's going in. So you start to press a little bit. I think you can feel that they can they they can start to press. But Coach Freeze is in a difficult situation because when you look at Caden throw the football, when you just watch him throw, right. the ball comes out of his hand different. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. JB's good. Don't get me wrong. He throws a good ball and he and, and he's done a really good job. But the ball comes out of Caden's hands a little bit different, and then his ability to be able to extend plays. So it's, it, they're in a really tough spot right now, but you'd definitely like to see them find one. So are, would you guys say you're surprised that we saw so much of Caden on Saturday? Because, you know, yes, the the UConn loss, um, but JB pulled off two of the biggest wins in program yeah, history. Yeah. So is it a surprise that we're seeing Caden Salter get that playing time when JB's got the job done? I mean, I've kind of flip-flopped throughout the year, right? Because early in the season – with the way Caden played against, you know, Wake Forest, I'm like, this has to be the dude. Why wouldn't you just run him out there right. and give him the job, let him go through his growing pains, and go for it? At the time, Freeze was very critical. He was very honest yeah. about, like, hey, he's not grasping the stuff that we want him to. Like, he, like there are things that I'm seeing that he's not seeing yet. And so he kind of kept, I don't, I don't know. Then the injury happens. Then JB comes in. And now I was on the other side of, okay, well, <laughs> JB has shown enough in winning those two games to say, we're riding with you. Yeah. We're riding with you. And Salter gets healthy enough to get him back out there, and it, it hasn't really clicked for him. But, like, I do think JB is the kind of guy who – there's some guys, Joe, who just – they're not going to wow you. They're not going yeah. to make those big splash plays. But if you just – if you keep putting them out there, they kind of just grind it out yeah, and find right. a way. I, agree with that. I think Good he's point. one of those guys, and then when you aren't giving him that opportunity, yeah. you're kind of – limiting your chances for him to kind of for and, him to and, eventually find it. And I think I think Coach Freeze almost feels the same. When we interviewed him the week of the game, yeah. it was like, because I sort of pressed him on that a little bit. I was like, hey, this guy, you know, JB played yeah. well against BYU, got the win, played through three touchdowns, he's already got the win. Like, those are two of your biggest wins in school history. You know, don't you want to say, hey, this is my guy I'm going with? And he was like, yeah, maybe. You're, but at the same time, he's also making the argument that, Caden also yeah. is an extremely athletic. He gives you another dimension. Yeah. And so do you keep him on the bench for a whole game when he has the opportunity to play well also? So he's in a tough spot, and it's, it's you know, it's glad it's him, not me. <laughs> yeah, I would, not, I would not want that to, to be making that decision. Um, another pro positive from this game is the crowd. I mean, over 23,000 people. I mean, said, at one point in the second half, I think you even said, like, just during a commercial, like, whoa, this, like, this turned yeah. out into it. Like, it's a great football Atmosphere. environment. Because great you have game, to think, like, a lot atmosphere. of kids can have gone home, from, yeah. um, you know, being yeah. on fall break. Again, I'm still, I put in for us to have a fall break. No yeah. time off. None. Like, it is yeah. just exhausting. You, you might have had a little other time um, off. <laughs> okay, so obviously. As we're, yeah, I think we're well aware of the time off you've uh, taken. Through. Obviously. As my, as my wife would say, you're gallivanting. The yeah, two running around, yeah. gallivanting around the world. The two costly fourth quarter fumbles, you know, helped Liberty, yeah. uh, you know, kind of throw away the game. But what else was the issue? So tell us down? about your engagement. <laughs> Where was that at? Not to change the subject. <laughs> down the stretch. Yeah. Um, what, what can you say about... Before we get to that, 
Can I say oh. something else before we get to that? Because there is, we want to get into the fourth and 12 call because I don't know there's a lot we want to say about that. One thing I did find interesting in this game, so this was the tied for the fewest amount of rushing attempts in a game this season mm -hmm. for Liberty. Go back to the Gardner-Webb game. Just 29 rush attempts. 19 of those were quarterback runs. So you had only 10 yeah. carries from running backs. Like, where was T.J. Green? T.J. Green hardly yeah. got on the field. I think he got, what, one carry, eight yards, I think is what he yep. ended up with. Yep. Uh, Shedra Lewis, nine carries, 64 yards. The running backs, they averaged like seven and a half yards a carry. They just weren't used a whole lot. In fact, in the first half, I think Shedra Lewis had two carries. You, I think you even asked Freeze at the half, like, are you going to get yeah. Shedra involved more? Because right. he had two carries going I'm to the like, break. I'm like, if you don't, he's just going to go to And the thing about Shedro, the thing about Shedro is, once again, a game feel thing, yeah. is that when he broke the kickoff for 96 yards, he had the one run where he bounced and went down the side. It's like 29-yard 20, run. Yeah. run. It's like some days... Like, you those get, were like, basically his yards right there. Yeah, but right, that, that, like, you, that guy was sort of feeling it. Yeah. 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 So that was a little, that was a little bit surprising there, especially if you felt like, boy, we're going to have a hard time blocking them in the pass game. You know, just trying yeah. to kind of keep them honest with some other, with some other yeah. things. And certainly down the stretch, that was a problem. Uh, yep. They were all over the Liberty quarterbacks. Yeah, they ramped it up. They ramped up the blitzes later in the game, which is good. I mean, Virginia Tech, they, they, they made a decision to come after the quarterback and it worked out for them. That's how they got their turnovers. Right. What also worked out for them is the uh, fourth and 12 call yeah. that Coach Freeze made. Um, I just want to throw this out there. You yeah. guys are going to be the ones talking about this. I oh, believe in Coach Freeze Listen, and all of his first calls. off, yeah. First oh. off, let's get that out of the way. <laughs> no. Yeah. Because I, I hear we that all over the place. We know that Coach Freeze is making good decisions, and he's a great, phenomenal yeah. football Listen. coach. This is part of the job of reporters and people to media right. to talk about what could have been. I criticize Emily all the time. Yeah, that doesn't mean so I don't do I. like her. Yeah, right. You, you're, we've already told you it this. It special. Yeah. people like you. Okay. Yeah. So what if so, we're a little critical? Yeah. At times? See, so it happens. <laughs> that happens. Uh, so yeah, that was that's been something a lot. That, of, I mean, again, that just really, really surprised. Well, me. it surprised all of us, and that's one of those things. What what do we base a lot of this conversation around? We base it around like, what am I hearing at church on Sunday from everybody and their brother that wants to come up talk about the game, right? It's yeah. this. Like, this yeah. is it, 4th yeah. and 12. Like, that's the first thing everybody's saying after the game. It's like, boy, what did you think of the 4th and 12 call? What was it, five minutes? I think it was five minutes four, to play? 12, something like that is, yeah. Well, so Virginia Tech got the ball after that with 428. 428 okay. Yeah. So Liberty, here's the setup. Virginia Tech, 40-yard line, 4th and 12. Uh, and, and Freeze decides to go for it. Now, in his post-game presser, he said, and he hasn't had his press conference yet today when we taped this, so we don't know. Maybe maybe he'll have a, a he'll explain it a little bit differently. But in his post-game presser after the game, he said, the analytics, whoever's kind of mapping that out and tracking that call down said, analytics say to go. And so he said, wow, really? Okay, well, all right, then let's do it. And he said, well, you know, you don't want to punt it in the end zone or some things like that, so we go. So that, that was kind of the end. He said, and we got the ball back anyway. So we still got the ball back. I guess... My argument, and I think the argument we were making even in real time, because when he decided to go for it, yeah. Joe was quick to say, ah, I don't yeah. know about this, is number one, yes, you got the ball back, but where did you get it back on the field? If you look and see, right. you got the ball back on the 22 yard, your own 22 yard line with 319 to go. Yeah. So yeah, you got it back, but you got it back without good field position. Right. If you pin them deep, you brought you get it back, and all you need is a field goal, remember. Right. So maybe you get it back. Let's say you even get back at your own 40. Right. Well, suddenly when that's— your offense hasn't been really right, that's driving the ball down the field anyway. All yeah. you need to do is get, get in field, try to get in field goal range. So that, that's a big difference there. The other thing, obviously, is 12 yards. 
I mean, your offense, 12 <laughs> yards is a lot. Yeah. I actually wonder up to that point when the last, like, um, 12 or more yards were, were made. Yeah. Well, gonna... and then the, mean, go ahead. Just, my, my thing is that you have to, like, the feel of the game. What's right. the feel of the game? That's what and, analytics and, don't show. Yeah, the analytics don't show the feel of the game. And fourth and 12 is a tough, from an analytics yeah. point, fourth and 12, what's the percentage that you're going to get a fourth and 12? Pretty low, yeah. especially yeah. in the feel of the game yeah. where they're really getting after you. So my whole thing was then you've got a punter who's only had, what, three touchbacks the entire season. So, yes. Has, has pinned, had 23 or 20-some punts inside the 20-yard line. Here's your here's 20 I mean, inside the 20. He's had 53 punts. Only two touchbacks. Two touchbacks. 20 inside the 20. And in this game, he had got a fair catch at the 10. He had one at the 6. I think things went at the 6 that ended up resulting in the yeah. safety. So, Aiden, so Aiden Alvis is a really good pooch punter. Yeah. Okay, so he's proven that. So you're the 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 odds are you're going to pin them pro- probably back pretty deep, okay? The other part of it is your defense is playing pretty well. Yeah. And you yeah. know at that point, especially as conservative as Virginia Tech was in the game already, that they were going to try to run the football. Yeah. So you can stack it up, try to make them try to run, get a, get a stop. And now if you can get the ball back with that extra 20, 30 yards you did before, because of a struggling offense, my whole thing comes down to this, is that I would rather have to only make two or three plays on offense in order to get in field goal position, right? right? Because you're not making a lot of plays as it is. If you're moving the ball up and down the field, great. But you're really not. I'd rather only have to make two or three plays to get in field goal position instead of having to make six or eight plays starting at the the 20-yard line. And and so that's sort of why I was really for it. And two, and you go back and you look at that play, fourth and 12, like, I don't think there was a receiver that may have even been able to get 12 yards downfield before the defensive line was in Salter's lap. Right. So, well, so was it that drive that, or was it that possession where it seemed like Salter had 20 minutes to throw the ball, and he's just and then he um, decided to run. I thought it was I that mean, on that one. He he, he was ran on, it. and he and it he decided to run, but but it was yeah. but he was sacked. They were, or, coming, they were coming pretty. They were coming pretty. Yeah. Hard. But it seemed like he had so much time to throw the ball, and I don't remember if anyone was open. I couldn't tell from where I was on the field. But can I ask a really, maybe possibly stupid question or crazy? No question. Why wouldn't, I mean, what's Nick Brown's furthest field goal? 49. He's hit it twice. But he's also going into the wind. So keep that in mind, too. So So that fourth and 12. That's another reason why that yardage, I mean. That yardage. I guess, I guess. Here, here's here's my big thing, and we've seen it now two weeks in a row. And, it, and in part, I really do understand it because, again, we're not trying to – we all think Coach Freeze is great, right? Let's – again, we thought yeah. – but I understand from Coach Freeze's perspective, offensive guy, that's on his shoulders. Yeah. He's the one that really take like, he's the – when you're talking Liberty offense, it's his face, right? You're He's yeah. the one in charge of it. Yeah. So you get a UConn, you're leading by five. You know what? He's going to take it, and yeah. he's going to run the offense out there on a fourth down that didn't work out instead of letting the defense try to go out there and do the job. Same situation here, fourth and 12. The defense has been the strong point all year long, but Hugh Free says, like, I get it. This is my offense. Like, yeah. this is my side of the ball. Like, I, I want to get this done. And I understand That's that from a human nature perspective. Yeah. Part of what makes like, him good. It makes a lot of his success. sense Correct. to me that way, but I think – with the makeup of this team, the flow of the game, how it was going, yeah. you lean more on that defense to give you a shorter field, to give you a better opportunity than you do say, hey, Caden Salter or whoever, like, we know we haven't been moving the ball. 
but go get us 12 yards. Like, that's tough. Yep. I mean, I'm just saying, yeah, because I don't even know when they had a completion that was 12 yards or more within that time frame. But I let Nick Brown just uh, and, <laughs> launch and, it. And to be fair, too, going— <laughs> I'd rather yeah. do that than Caden Salter yeah. run around and get sacked, you know? Going that know. direction, that's why, also why I'm not you were going to have to get a little closer because yeah. the wind was a problem. Going I, I think yeah. that the right—I don't know. I don't know what the right call was, but it, it would— if uh, Aiden would have uh, punted the ball and they would have had better field position, I, I could just see them having more success. The bottom line like is, though, saying, you turn it over twice, you don't force anything. Yeah, that's you, you go to that. And we you... talked about that in the broadcast. It was like, I really felt as if this game, as it was progressing, it was like back and forth and just sort of a slug match. And I felt as if yeah. at some point in the, this game, one of the defenses, one, either. You even said one, it, I think. Yeah, yeah. one of the defenses is going to make a play to cause a turnover that's going to decide this game. The other thing, though, too, just think about this. The second turnover, the fumble for Bennett, that was after you went for it. You're the one now backed up. Right. And think about a defense and the level of aggressiveness you can now have when a team is backed up like that yeah. as opposed to if they're out at the 40 or out at the 45. That's right. So then they're pinning their ears back. They can be aggressive. And JB just trying to make a play in that situation. You've got to go 80 yards or whatever or 60 to get in field goal range. Still got to secure the ball. You, still you know, you know what also was another momentum shift in the fourth was when Dejon Anthony had that hit on the two point conversion, and it. You guys were at break and didn't know. Yeah, yeah. I could see like the ref like taking another look at it, and they were going to call it back. And I think that I mean, you could you should have seen the Liberty sideline. I was like, okay, they're about to come out here and get yeah. a field goal or score some points, and still. Yeah. Wasn't yeah. wasn't able to take advantage of that moment. Great, it was great a, great great a great game. Great and, game. And credit that Liberty defense, who's you know they said, oh, we were flat against so UConn. Good. Like they showed up. Mm -hmm. They showed yeah. up. They played really well, and just couldn't quite get enough. And credit and the you know the other thing is when that Virginia Tech, where you can give them a ton of credit, is when they took chances or made plays, they capitalized on it. Yeah. When they faked the field goal, which yeah. was a great, I mean, like, they executed it. It didn't catch Liberty's defense completely off guard. Yeah. You know, they, they, they had option. Oh, nothing's there. I actually got to pitch this thing. You know, they practiced it, but they, they didn't want to pitch it. They pitched it, and then the kid – you know, makes receiver look like a run, I mean, or kicker look like a running freshman back. Freshman kicker. Freshman kicker. Yeah. He looks he's like probably just scared to death out there. <laughs> so I just don't want to get killed. He ends up making yeah. uh guy miss and gets a first down. But then after that, they scored. Yeah. You know, they went for a touchdown. Yeah. When they got the turnover. Converted two fourth downs on that drive, I think. Yeah, yeah. converted to And when they got the turnover in the fourth quarter, they took the ball down and they scored. Yep. Mm -hmm. Opportunistic. Very opportunistic. Yeah. Yep. And that wasn't the case for but Liberty. I haven't said all that. It's still a positive sandwich. Let's go. Come on, right? positive the positive sandwich. The positive sandwich is if you're buying a home, yeah, yes! I have a guy for you. Yeah. The Flame Center yeah. podcast, if you weren't aware, is uh, powered by Alcova Mortgage. You cannot go around <laughs> the stadium. You cannot flip on the radio no. and listen to the game That's without it. being it. just slapped in the face with Joe Yacht. Yeah. Joe Yacht. It's everywhere. Yeah. Joe Yacht. Man, I'm man. listening you know to why? him because in my I, ear. I'm, because I'm for the people. people. <laughs> I'm with the people. I'm of, of the, the people, people. <laughs> right? And I want to say, Emily, I want to thank you yeah. that your introductions as, you know, as a, as, a, as a coach, as a coach, to watch you progress along. and become better every you're day. getting a little bit better, a little bit. We started out with you berated me and belittled yeah. me yeah. And, and tore me down yeah. as if I was unable to get a hold of me, right? Yeah. But now, we're, now you're, now you're transitioning that really in and you're doing it. You're yeah. doing a great job. Yeah. Joe. Yach, J-A-U-C-H. On the Google machine. And we go straight to the Google machine, take it to the website, yeah. bada-bing, bada-boom, yeah. almost too, too easy. easy.
Yeah. He's not difficult to get a hold of. Okay, sorry to interrupt you, Matt. We had to you positivity. Know, Give it to me, Matt. Positivity Three losses sandwich. this year by a total of five points. Ouch. That's so crazy. Now, on the flip side, I mean, you also had a two-point win at Southern Miss. You had a one-point win against Arkansas. That's Gardner a fun Webb, season. A two-point win against Arkansas. So it's kind of been a balance, season. right? There's been some yeah, on both my sides. My heart but, rate yeah. has been. What, what a year. Every single game. It's been season. right there. Um, another Love question the for you guys. Yeah. So late in the season, you you come off all these big wins like mm -hmm. Arkansas, BYU. Now I'm not saying the Flames don't have anything to play for, but you're not in a conference. Matt's mentioned this a few times. Is there is is could that be the reason for just the? I know no. they're playing. They're not. It's not like they're playing bad, but is there just like a? No, I do think a lack of a, motivation. There, well, no, I think there is an added challenge for Hugh Freeze and his staff in that you don't play in a conference, so you don't have those built-in, like, oh, we're still in the hunt for a conference title. Right. You don't have that carrot there. Right. You don't look at the scoreboard and say, oh, look, look what they just did. Now we have to. Or they lost. Now if yeah. we win today. So you lose some of that. Now, a co coach will tell you, or and any good player will tell you, that shouldn't affect your motivation. Yeah. You know, the yeah, level is, is all I that mean, stuff. It, but it has to, there is something to it, and I do think it is more difficult. Listen, this is the second year in a row we've seen down the stretch. It's been a struggle that's, after yeah. Liberty has reached full eligibility. And so I would say, yes, that's an added challenge. I haven't heard anyone use that as an excuse, but I do think that is the added challenge of being an independent and not having those other factors that go into a season. Mm -hmm. I think I think the one of the hardest things is as you watch a program progress – Right. One of the hardest things to do is to be when you play in a you know, this is why the Power Five Conference of Virginia Tech, they've been playing against against NC State, against UNC, against Georgia Tech, against week all after the, week. week after week mm -hmm. after week. And so when you have to play BYU and Arkansas, they've showed Liberty showed great maturity and be able to come out and beat BYU and then turn around and play Arkansas back to back. Well, can you do that well, they over? Had a bye week, but well, they had a bye right, week, right. but it was their next game. But can you do that over a long, sustained period of time? And now all of a sudden, you got to play Virginia Tech too. And mm -hmm. I think that's maybe the length of the season and how hard it is on the players. It takes time to be in. Like you look at these teams in the SEC. I mean, yeah, th that's just so impressive. Like you know, Alabama's got to go play Tennessee, then they got to play Georgia, then they got to play. They go. It's yeah. like week after week. It takes time to build a program where you can get your kids in the culture to be able to do it for an entire season. I mean, it's look, difficult. It's not easy. Three, if we, at the beginning of the season, if you looked at sure. this team, and I mean, they're a great team, but if you looked at this schedule and said, we're going to be going into the last home game, regular season game, here's, eight and three. But here's the other thing, and I know that's, I, I've heard that a lot too, like, oh, we shouldn't, you know, you shouldn't be bummed about it. We're better than we thought we'd be. But when you raise the expectation right. That's right. as a team, as a coach, well, I mean, this is, this is what you. This is yeah. what comes with it, right? Yeah. And was it? I think it was. Uh, maybe it's, I've heard Richie McKay say before, like the expectations. That's like that's a privilege. The mm -hmm. pressure is a privilege. Yeah. When you build these expectations because you're playing well and the fans expect more of you, like you don't get to then turn around and be like, well, your expectations are too high. Well, that's your fault. You built them. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> because you've been good. Yeah. So like, so like, again, eight and three. It has been a great year, and there's still. It can still be end up being a great you still get the 10 wins that would be incredible you know what i like yeah. maybe more through all this stuff what i really like and i've seen just from being around here a long time is that you're seeing 
like a passion for liberty. People Football care. Is starting to, they care before, like they're really starting to care and become like getting the criticism. You shouldn't have gone for fourth down. You should have done this. You, and to be this, honest, this, it's good. The criticism it's that good. is heard here in Lynchburg, yeah, is nothing, nothing yeah. compared to what Would is you happening like to talk around about the that country. Auburn job right now. Yeah, <laughs> like nothing. We know how you love to bring. You know you love to bring that up. I wasn't gonna go there. You know you know she's well, gonna go there. The criticism. holidays are here. When she starts like this, uh, <laughs> that's when you know it's yeah. heading that way. Yeah. No, I'm not even gonna go there. Um, I thought briefly. you were gonna ask about halftime for a second. <laughs> oh, no, no, Wait, I didn't. No, no, I didn't. I'm just kidding. I said I thought you were gonna ask about halftime. You know, like when you do a halftime interview with them. Oh yeah. no! No, Come no, on. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm a professional. Yes, don't you? <laughs> Great first half. There's a lot of buzz going on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't have, you, have you talked to anyone? Yeah, yeah, right. You know, has real quick before yeah. you go. Um, you know, want to mention men's basketball? Oh my yeah. gosh, I wasn't at what that game. game, Matt. Tell me, just what a game. It seems like that. I mean, obviously, Richie McKay has been building yeah. this program the last four years wow. as well. So that place was. Fan, in I heard it was Pure shock. Yeah. As like your. Three or four minutes into the second half, Liberty's down 26. And I think I as about the time where I said something to Naz about, like, well, this looks like one of those woodshed games where, you know, it's just all take it, it. Take it get and move it, on. Get out of here. Yeah. And then hit the get get on the plane to Cancun. Then, boom. And then you look a at the play by play. 26 0 so. run. I've never seen anything like that before. Um, unbelievable. Couldn't quite seal the deal down uh. the stretch. In fact, that's another one of those Damien sort of let get on this stat where it's like. If you go on a, a run of 20-0 or more, like, I got to think the numbers say you win, like, 99% of the time. That you know what I mean? So but crazy. you're down 26. They've done the whole play bad in the first half. But good to see them really bounce back, and they're in Cancun for a couple of games. And Yeah, that, uh, you know, they you, forgot you, about that yeah, loss that's, already. That's <laughs> you know what's amazing about that whole thing? It's Matt Warren's on the call for that game, right? And, and not that, and does not, the call for not the Matt, Matt Warren, he's his tires pumped anymore. But when we came – in up a couple hours before the game, where they're hanging out, it's like he starts telling me about it, and I said, "Man, I bet you're going crazy." And he's like, "Yeah, my voice, you know." He's, I, yeah. he's, like, he's going like that, and I said, "Oh boy," I started getting a little bit worried. And then you just see the pure look of confidence. Fake it said, till you make he it. He said, "Joe, there's nothing to worry about. I got this." See, I had a tiger. Never, he, see, yeah. I had a tiger. See, I had a tiger. Yeah. Why do you? Uh, I mean, just keep his pump, head's pump his tires. Just keep no, quickly. No, no, no. New Mexico State. Do you want to touch on? Yes, them let's touch on New Mexico State before we get to our Flames fantasy update. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> and bold predictions. And bold predictions. Oh my uh, god. New Mexico State four and six. Uh, they just had a three-game win streak snapped. Watched them a little bit. They were at Mizzou on Saturday night. They lost 45-14. I'll tell you this: they have a quarterback, and he got dinged up in the second half. But I think it sounds like he's good to go. Diego, oh, am I boring you that much? Emily, with the <laughs> biggest just, yawn you've ever I, seen. That that some people give kind of subtle cues, that? like wrap it up. Emily we just goes. Even on the wide Emily shot. just goes. Yeah, yeah that's what enough. A yawn. That's enough. Okay. It's and thank exact. you for watching yeah. Flame yeah. Central. Yeah. Okay, podcast that's my Powered cue. by Alcoba Moore. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the Aggies. I, I pulled it off. Yeah, it wasn't even right, on no, me. Go the Aggies. Diego Pavia. Diego is their quarterback. That is a great name. Juco transfer quarterback, six foot. He plays Joe like every snap. He's thinking of that guy that told him, you're too small to do this. Oh, I love it. He's feisty. He's scrappy. He runs all over the place. He is fun. Yeah, he's going to take some shots. He is fun. He's fun to watch. He's going to eat him for Thanksgiving. He's fun to watch. One other interesting stat, though. Unbelievable. <laughs> One other interesting stat to look at. 
This Yo, is keep going. Just keep going. We have got to pull it together. We have like five more minutes. Keep going. I'm keep trying going. to bring the people something. <laughs> yes, yeah, so of, of value. Of Not value. Candy Charles eating the quarterback. Yeah. Put him on it's going to be a Liberty celebration. Has allowed only right. 13 sacks this year. That's top 30 in the country. So they've done a good job of protecting their quarterback. Oh, or wow. he's been fast and been able to just scamper away. So yeah. we'll see if that defensive line, who is now I think second in the nation in sacks, oh, something's got to give to him. Something's got to give. Something's got to give. Liberty, a 23 and a half point favorite at last check. Come on, let's let's come out to the game. I know it's Thanksgiving weekend. I'll bring all the family out. We'll be there. Students, students aren't here, so it's. Oh, is it gonna be freezing rain? I don't know. Don't worry about it. Oh my! I don't have to worry about it. You look at the weather. You need to. You need to look at the weather. How was how was your? Was it cold down there? Were you? It was. It was pretty cold. Yeah, it was. Once the sun came up though, a little bit higher over the stadium, it's not as bad because. It's just amazing how much the sun heats up that truck. Oh, it's unbelievable. I mean, I was I was over, like, by the production truck where it's, like, all concrete surrounding you. But when you're, like, actually on the turf and I'm running around, do you know how much my Apple Watch recorded that I ran during oh, that game? Oh, you, you run a lot. But here's yeah. – Yes. I'm going to say you went for three miles. Yes. Uh, let's say you did 18,000 steps. Seven miles. Wow. I you will show what? you because I didn't do anything else. You that know day. what it was in the booth? It was 72 and sunny. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you guys. When they opened the door, there was a little bit of a yeah, I was like, well, can you, can you, a little draft. Yeah, and I said, close the door, can please. You just close that. Oh my draft. gosh, you yeah. guys are But the then worst. I went and, and got a hot yeah. chocolate. I got a hot chocolate. So I <laughs> grabbed a piece <laughs> of pie at halftime. You guys are the worst. Yeah. Yeah. All right, favorite Thanksgiving food we were going to talk about. Oh, somebody asked me this today. What is it, y'all? You know, at first I said mashed potatoes and gravy, but then I went with the Dina Yak. Sweet potato casserole, and she has like the brown sugar crusted oh, on top yes. with the pecans. Oh, like that, that I like that, that more. I don't like the saying? marshmallow on top. Yeah, I like what you're talking about with the pecans and the breast. That's my all. Oh, that's good. I mean, I look for. I have to go green bean casserole. That too. is underrated. And don't, uh, fancy it underrated. Up. don't fancy it. Don't up. fancy it. Up. You don't need any. Just no, a little, little, okay. little crunchy onions little on crunchy top. Crunchy onions on little, top. Little cream of tomato. Uh, was it cream mushroom soup? Uh, like, don't fancy it up. I mean, you didn't get this fired up about living football. Stuffing guy. Again, don't fancy it up. Stove top is fine. You know, that's that's not the problem. Why do we not eat stuffing all year, Joe? That's a great question. Why do we limit it to Thanksgiving? Great question. So, so let's go ahead and do, for the folks, let's tell, yeah. tell them how it goes, right? You got your mashed potatoes, your yeah. gravy, sweet potatoes beside it right there with the little crusted. Oh, little, really? Real, yeah, right beside. Okay. Right beside, a little, little surf and turf yeah. kind of action, yeah. right? And then, then you got your green bean casserole, yeah. right? And then you got your, uh, your turkey loaded up with turkey. Yes. Right? And then a little bit of corn. Right just so you feel maybe. like just, you're doing just feel a little, little something, maybe a little bit yeah, of corn right healthier, there, yeah. right? And then uh, I got a funny story about this, by the way. And then <laughs> and then we load time. that thing up with gravy. One time, this is this story's worth being okay, told. Right, one time, right. one time, my Nana's mother, my mother-in-law, yeah. who is an outstanding cook, Nana, Nana, yeah. And we eat, we eat dinner every Sunday at Nana's house, yeah. right? One time, she t- she always takes a chance on one thing, yeah, right. And uh, at every Thanksgiving, fourth so, and twelve. Yeah, yeah. So it's a fourth and twelve. <laughs> it's a fourth and twelve. It's a fourth and twelve. Yeah. So she always takes a chance on yeah. on on one thing. Yeah. And so one year it was the jalapeno chutney, right? Oh. Jalapeno chutney. And I was like, I was a little bit suspicious sure, of it, right? Yeah. Do I and know it? So, so isn't it kind of like a schmear? Yeah, like maybe. Kind of a jelly-ish, sort of, yes, yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. That's exactly right. That's exactly yeah. right. Yeah, yeah no, so that's you exactly. Didn't try it. Yeah. <laughs> so the jalapeno chutney, right, was not a hit. Oh. Okay. So the we had this dog. 
right? And so at on Thanksgiving Day, just we don't give the dog a lot of food from the table and stuff, but, but on Thanksgiving Day, I always sneak off and I fix the dog a full thing of <laughs> plate great. of food, That's right? Great. I fix yeah. the dog and then I take it and I give it to the dog, right? That's nice. So okay. nobody would like to help the helping <laughs> chutney. So we do so, so the dog gets the the dog gets a full plate with the jalapeno chutney. Yeah. We come back. The only thing the dog didn't eat the dog was the jalapeno chutney. Wow. <laughs> so that became a very running yeah, joke within our family. You gonna make yeah. that jalapeno? Yeah. So a couple um, Thanksgivings ago, I'm like. Why is Stan, sometimes he eats leaves, oh, so when I he's remember. going to the you bathroom, I have to like pull. No, you told this story. People are so scared about Tell the people again. Yeah. Tell the bag so, story. So um, you oh, gosh, have to kind of help Stan finish no. his, you know, no, number no. twos whenever he eats all the seagrass at my mom's lake house. So he's doing that, no. and I go back. We're on a walk, and he's like, you know, no. squeezing. And no. I go to help him, and I'm pulling, and I'm pulling, no. and, I'm pulling oh, and I'm pulling, and I'm pulling, and I'm pulling, and I'm pulling. I'm everywhere. You just show up I'm on everywhere. every monitor Look here at this. in the studio. This so, is bizarre. I, it's the turkey bag. It's my worst nightmare. He got the turkey <laughs> bag. Yeah. The turkey he bag. Got, he got the turkey bag. So, yeah. all right, we got to finish up. That was, but I like your I guess bed. My story yeah. was a lot better. Yeah, yeah, it, was, it, was, it was bad. But um, Can I go bold predictions real bold fast? Predictions bold predictions. Bold predictions. Fantasy. What happened to fantasy? All right, first, Emily had JB 250 yards, three touchdowns. Oh, that's bold prediction. I had two tight end touchdowns. That great. Although Bentley Hanshaw had a nice catch. And then uh, Joe had Rocket Rahimi, two interceptions. That didn't happen. That didn't happen so we were big Matt, over. Matt, look up at your screen. Yeah, I know. This is frightening. <laughs> Just Emily on every monitor. Uh, this is bizarre. Uh, all right. Do you have a bold prediction or do you want me to go to Flames Fantasy? Go to Flames Fantasy. All right. Flames Fantasy. Fantasy. Here we go. Yeah, let's go to Flames Fantasy. Yeah. Emily was running away with it. We know Joe had a huge week last week to climb back into it. This week, Emily just 19 points. She was led uh. by Darrell Johnson. So she's at 361.4. Joe Come on, with baby. 20, yeah, crunch the numbers. Joe with 27.2 points. Come on, baby. Come on. Mario Douglas was great. Javon Scruggs led the team of tackles. Javon was great. He had a lot. Yeah, yeah he played uh, really. Joe's at 345.4. You are 16 points back. Boy, she can hear, she can hear those footsteps. Remember when, she, those was footsteps. Doing, remember when she was doing the whole crown oh, thing yeah. a few weeks yeah, ago? Yeah. Just fit me for the crown. She, actually, she's fit already done a photo on shoot. That crown. She's done a photo shoot easy with the uh, Flames Fantasy League trophy already. Easy and, on yeah. the crown. Okay. And then finally, I only had. I only had 31.1. I had a good week. Amad Walker was good. Cheddar Lewis. So I closed a little bit of the gap. I'm at 317. It's going to take a miracle for me. I'm throwing all my weight behind Joe. Yeah, come to, on. To baby. complete the comeback. He's America's, he's the people's champion. He's Joe the people's champion. Yes, whatever, 100%. 100%. 100%. You want to skip bull predictions? You want to make one? Let's go. Bull predictions. Let's do it. What do you um, got? Diego is going to be sacked Pavia. five times. Five sacks for Liberty. Wow. All right. All right, go ahead, Matt. Uh, I'm going to say, um, I'm gonna say Shedra Lewis goes for a buck thirty and two scores. Okay, I'm gonna go with uh, Demario Douglas goes over one fifty with three touchdowns. Wow! Whoa! Or wow. touchdowns in some way or the other. Okay. Okay. Senior day. All right. Senior, senior day. day. Come out to Liberty uh, Williams Stadium for Liberty's Noon final. Kick. Regular season home game. Um, great to have you guys on the call for one final one week. Let's celebrate. Let's have a Liberty football celebration for three and a half hours. That's what we plan to do. How about we That's do that? That's what we plan to do. You were going to do it. You couldn't hold uh, out, could uh, you? We're going to have a Liberty you, football you celebration. So if you want to tune that. in to ESPN+, yeah. Plus, we may have a couple cameras working, um, a couple oh, replay oh, angles. For Matt and Joe, See I'm ya. Emilia. Emilia. Emily, yeah, yeah, Emily, Diego. Awesome. Emily, we'll see you right back here next week. Blaine Central Podcast, powered, powered. by Cobra Mortgage.
baby.